From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 30th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Northeast Ohio chapter of the American Red Cross is sending more help to Hurricane Ian ravaged Florida. ONN's Carmen Blackwell in Cleveland reports. Before the storm hit, the American Red Cross Northeast Ohio region sent two of its volunteers. We sent uh, hundreds of cots, equipment for feeding people, comfort kits, and other emergency supplies. At least seven more volunteers will be sent over the next few days. We will be sending emergency response vehicles down this weekend. Uh, They'll be staffed with two-person crews. To help in any way that they can. In Cleveland, Carmen Blackwell. Three people were rescued from an overnight fire with nine displaced at a multi-residential building in Canton. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. The situation started shortly after 11 p.m. when firefighters with the Canton Fire Department responded to the scene. One person was hospitalized with serious burns while a man and a woman were evaluated. A firefighter was also taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The rest of those inside were able to get out of the building on their own. Angela Ann, ONN News. School security is top of mind for many parents, but a Northwestern Ohio family is questioning the security at a Toledo public elementary school after a family member's car sat on school grounds for hours despite him passing away inside. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. Dale Garrett dropped off his girlfriend's grandson at Longfellow Elementary, something he does regularly, but he never left school grounds. He was found later that afternoon dead in his truck parked in the turnaround at Longfellow. While no students or staff were hurt, Dale's family is concerned because their father sat dead on school grounds for hours. You know, for the same vehicle to be parked there for seven hours and no one notice it, no one check on it, no one even being concerned. I mean, who knows what could have went on back there? A representative with TPS says Dale's vehicle was parked in a spot that was not caught on security cameras. Longfellow Elementary does not have a school resource officer or a regular security guard. I'm Amanda Fay. At least two people nationally have died from monkeypox. One of those is in Ohio. ONN's Melissa Andrews has more. Ohio is reporting its first death from monkeypox. The State Department of Health says an adult man who tested positive for the virus has died, but notes that person also had other health conditions. Ohio saw its first monkeypox case back in June, and since then, 276 cases have been reported across the state, with 28 of those requiring people to be hospitalized. I'm Melissa Andrews. The state is not saying where the man lived. Cuyahoga County has 140 reported cases, the most in the state, followed by Franklin County with 44, Summit County with 16, and Hamilton County with 14. The state reported 89 deaths from COVID-19 over the past week. ONN's Dave James reports. That compares with 92 the previous week and 99 the week before that. The overall death total reported by the state health department is 39,856. The CDC's updated county map for Ohio shows just three counties with high transmission rates, Pike, Lawrence, and Meigs, all in southern Ohio. 44 counties are reporting medium transmission rates. 42 are in the green for low transmission. Dave James, in News. Ohio lawmakers are pushing to increase the penalty for swatting, which is reporting a fake crime to elicit a major police response, like that at Licking Valley and several other Ohio schools a week ago. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. Senator Andrew Brenner, a Republican from Delaware, introduced the bill and says it should be considered a third-degree felony. So that not only law enforcement, but elected officials and others can make a point that, hey, look, if you do this, 
you can go to jail and you can go to jail for a long time. I'm Tracy Townsend. Kroger is closer to reaching a deal with the union representing workers at most of its Ohio stores. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Both the union and Kroger confirming that they agreed on a tentative contract, but employees still need to see it. Then all employees will vote on the contract. We spoke with one worker and he says it's been a frustrating process. That, I think, is a major factor in them striking them as long as well as the uh, raise in the wages. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohio's U.S. Senate race appears to be a toss-up as both candidates enter their final stretch of campaigning. Here's ONN's Daniel Barnett. The latest polling from Siena College places Democrat Tim Ryan ahead of Republican J.D. Vance by three percentage points in a race once thought to be a safe bet for the GOP. This comes on the heels of two polls that placed Vance ahead of Ryan, one by Marist that showed Vance one point ahead of Ryan, another by Emerson College that gave Vance a four-point lead. The congressman and the venture capitalist are vying for a seat being vacated by a retiring Rob Portman later this year. Daniel Barnett, ONN News. Jobs Ohio says there continue to be plenty of employment opportunities available across the state. ONN's Madeline Watkins in Toledo reports. Michael Vey with Jobs and Family Services in Lucas County tells me after 20 years as the director, he's never seen so many openings. A growing number of industries are struggling with vacancies. I think the attitudes now are more, I want to enjoy what I do, and I am willing to hold out for that opportunity because that happiness in your day-to-day life is important. And I don't see that as a problem. The issue becomes you have to choose the right field to get into, and you need to look at things as a career, not just a job. Madeline Watkins in East Toledo. And a pharmaceutical giant is teaming up with an Ohio college to help train a new generation of leaders. ONN's Steve Vaughn has the story. Miami University President Gregory Crawford says Eli Lilly will sponsor and fund the Lilly Leadership Institute in the school's College of Engineering and Computing. Very exciting. We're going to create the next generation of computer scientists and technologists and engineers to actually lead in this Industry 4.0 world. The Institute will train 15 to 25 students each year. Crawford made the announcement during his State of the University address. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.